Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 545. It's uh, 28 degrees in Anchorage. It's 30 in Eagle River. The Rick Rydell Radio Program takes to the airwaves, broadcasting as the voice of reason in a sea of emotional tumult and political posturing. Let me do the quick introductions around the radio station. That way you'll know who all the players are. The noises happen when the noises should. The sounds happen when the sound should. And the music happen when the music should, or the music fade out when the music should fade out. It's our good friend and producer, Mr. Mike Ortega. Morning, Rick. How you doing? Happy uh, Wednesday to you. Yeah, it's Wednesday already. Halfway through the week. Let me look just to make sure I didn't. Yeah, check yes. your calendar. Yes, it is. <sighs> Oftentimes I go and I speak confidently about the day only to second guess myself later and look. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your yeah. Halloween? Uh, you know, I I um, I don't know why people knock on my door. I turn the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you at least have candy for them? Are no, you, I didn't you're this not. time. Uh, I just I got geez, caught off guard. Rick, what I the just, heck? Just, you had so, all month to prepare. I was busy. I didn't. I you I know. Was I just busy. And they started ringing my door at like six. <laughs> right? <laughs> Those poor kids. Those poor so going, kids. You know, the first one's like, "Dang, nabbit, I left the porch light on." You could have so, at least given them some like old cigars or whatever you have lying around. I was going to give them some Copenhagen. Copenhagen, Can't Copenhagen. Get, get out of here. Hey, get out of here, crazy uh, Go chew this for a couple days. You're going to get sick. <laughs> you won't want any candy. <laughs> give me your candy, too, by the way. Uh, but I didn't. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, it was just that. What about you? Oh, no, I was at work until 830, you know, at the commissary. And then I, I drove home and it... And it was already pretty much all over by the time yeah. I got home. Right. It's not nothing like when we were kids. No, oh man, nothing. when we were kids, it was, it's like they show it in the movies still. You know, when you go to a movie and they show Halloween, they show the whole street just full of children walking from house to house. Uh, here, it's just not. No, that's not happening. Not really. Not in my neighborhood, anyway. Right. Yeah, kids no, come by, but it's sporadic, and and it's just yeah. not. You don't have the numbers you used to have. No, and, and you know, and then there's of course always the. You know, I think the um, the threat of poisoning. Um, <laughs> you know, is it's always I, I been there. Yeah, it's already always been there, but I think the urban legends have yeah. more to do with it than any actual fact. Right, because you know it's the the little uh, somebody put a razor blade in my apple. Right, right, exactly. Right. Did that happen Remember to you too? One. Gosh, of that course, hurts. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Never then, actually happened. Not that I know of. Yeah, not that I know of either. Stories and and you know and some and some pusher because that's what that was always the bad guy back then. Yeah, some the, drug, the drug dealer was yeah. going to put something in your candy that was LSD. Yeah, that was going to get you instantly hooked. <laughs> and of course, an acid freak at 10. Right. Earning it the hard way, one piece of candy at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
you know, of course, what you never realize is, well, first of all, even if it was that addictive, you didn't have the pipeline at 10. No, no, you just don't. You, you couldn't like hang out at the playground, you know, waiting for somebody to come by to drop off a couple of hits. Right, it just didn't have, you know, yeah. so, uh, but yeah, those were the stories that were going on. At least, so, yeah, I no, don't know, was, maybe they do now. I don't know what, what it's like now in the playground. Well, I've seen Breaking Bad. They use kids to sell methamphetamine. That's right, huh? Right, oh, and geez. they say it's time to bounce. So maybe we're, maybe we don't know what we're talking about. Well, if you, I, I think if, you, if we watch Breaking Bad, you're pretty much up on the drug culture. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, right. about that. I mean, it's you TV. Know, you, it's got to be true, right? It's teenths. You buy it in teenths. Oh, oh right. really? Okay. Little little tiny bags of teeth. So did I tell you I almost hit a moose on the way in today? Tell me about you hitting a moose on the way in. Hey, it is really way. foggy out there. And if even if you yesterday. put if you put on your brights, all you could do is is you light up the fog in front of you. And you can't right. see beyond that. So you gotta run with regular beams and in your fog lights just to see what's on the road right, right. in front of you. And right. that moose was I was going down Elmore and it's not really well lit anyway. No. And and I, I swear, I was watching the road, looking straight ahead of me, you know, thinking, boy, I can't see a thing. And this moose just, it's just right, it appears right in front of me, and it's sauntering right across the street. So I have to, you know, swerve the Jeep, and I right. barely miss it. I barely, yeah. mi- almost hit it right in the butt. Well, and that's, um, you know, and they're, they're, they're dark. Yeah. Like, like the night is dark. They're chocolate um, dark. Char- they're chocolate, chocolate brown. Dark. It's almost like it absorbs the light, right? The brown absorbs the light. It doesn't reflect it. And I think that's kind of its natural protection. You really can't see it in the dark. Right. Yeah. Its eyes are sunk way back in its head, so you're not going to get the glare you would of another animal. Right. And and so, yeah, no, it's a dangerous deal. to, to You know, that's why people hit moose right there. And you were very fortunate that you didn't today, but uh, we're glad you didn't because I would have gotten a phone call. We're going to be a little late. I'm trying to get my car out of the ditch or get the moose out of the back seat. But either or... way, just be warned. It is uh, it's freezing out there. It, it's yeah. about 28 degrees, so there's frost on the road and yeah. there's a lot of fog. So just you know, just be careful. A lot, a lot right. of moose. A lot of moose. So, all right, well, let's get our first. Uh, glad you had, it was only a close call, by the way. Although um, we could have butchered it quickly. Um, Let's uh, get our first commercial break out of the way. We'll come back. Tell you what's coming up on the broadcast. We'll do it. And we'll talk to Bob right after this. It is 5.53. It's 28. As Ortega mentions, freezing degrees out there. Very foggy. 30 in Eagle River. Um, it's 5220650. Let me go to Bob, who's there on the phone earlier. I'm assuming you're coming in on the Glen. No, no I'm down in Sultana. Oh, how is it down there today? Well, it's uh, rather chilly out. I don't have a thermometer in front of me, but, uh, yeah, we got some fog last night, and I just kind of woke up here and uh, started my car up to warm up a bit. And, uh, yeah, happy All Saints Day, the day after Halloween. Absolutely. My my birthday's tomorrow, which is All Souls Day. I'm not Catholic, but uh, I always thought it was kind of cool being a soul man. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, yeah, with the moose in the dark, you know, it's too bad that uh, the fish and game can't come up with some kind of um, something that glows in the dark uh, that's non-toxic uh, so people can see the poor things, you know. 
living down here uh, 200 feet from the Sterling Highway, just outside of Slovakia, I see range of moose yeah. hit in the last couple of years. Uh, a whole family of moose was killed this summer, a mother and, and two uh, uh, springborn calves. First a mother, and, and then I, I come out of the garage where the guy I'm working for was, and uh, I heard uh, smack, you know, and, and I looked over and hear a van had just hit uh, one of the babies, and I yeah. called 911 and, and uh, went over there to make sure the people were okay, and the woman and I were standing there by the young moose that had been hit, and it was still moving a bit. Uh, legs were all broken up, and, and mm. the sibling came out of the woods, you know, real agitated, and came towards us and then backed off and made this crying sound I've never heard a moose make before. And it was very sad, you know. And yeah. the mother and the two calves, it, it would come and, and uh, hang out around the edge of my camp here. You know, and I'd have a fire going, and and uh, it seemed like it was a safe place. And the calf kept coming back here. I could hear it. I, you know, it'd be just out in the woods making that crying sound. That's so sad. And then, at least uh, about a week later, uh, I heard that it got hit too. Yeah, well, and the sad, you know, the sad part about that is that when you know that's predictable behavior when a when a a cow with calves gets killed, the babies stay around where mama died. Yeah, and yeah. and if if you don't take them and give them to somebody to raise, they're going to get killed or they're going to be get eaten by a bear. That's so I mean, they're there and they're going to die. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's a sad thing, you know. Yeah. That's life in Alaska. I wish you could think of something happy. Uh, well, but, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, you know, there are groups like uh, the Moose Mamas that are taking those orphan calves when fish and game will get them to them, yeah. or they'll go get them when they get the permit, and they're raising them and then releasing them after they become adults and trying to help rebuild the moose population. Well, that, that's pretty cool. You know, uh, I think a couple days after that happened, there's a, a cleared field uh, just. Uh, uh, south of me here where I'm at and, and uh, there were four moose yeah. out there uh, an adult female and then three calves and I think the one calf tried to hang out with them and then was probably rejected because that same night I heard him come running through the woods and I could see his eyes back there he was back there, I don't know 30 feet in the woods from me and was crying mm-hmm. again um, anyway well, well, you got a lot of crying moose around you, buddy. I'm starting to question you. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Hey, thanks for the stories. Have a good morning. Take care. See ya. Okay, bye-bye. All right, it's 522 Kathy, uh, if you can hang on. I guess after the top of the hour, I'll tell you, well, this is what we're going to talk about. The the Among the inside circles, uh, China, the China-Alaska gas line is the rumors, and we'll get into some details coming up. It's the Rick Rydell Radio Program. Don't go away. It's 6.08. We're back 28 degrees in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. It's the Rick Rydell Radio Program. I'll, t- I'll tell you about the um, I'll tell you about the uh, the China gas line rumors that are out there coming up uh, after we talk with Kathy on line two. Kathy, thanks for the call and good morning. Funny that's your topic. Well, you, you got some info on it? Well, I've lived in China for 25 years. I went to school there. I restored an old farmhouse. I've 
lived amongst the Chinese people for a long, long time. And this is my greatest fear. Yeah. Once China getting into Alaska, there's no stopping it. You know, you look at what they did to Af- what they're doing to Africa. I look at what they did to their own country. Wow. Yeah, they'll build the pipeline and they'll build it fast. Um, but I fear what happens after that. Yeah. What's uh, um, I mean, we're talking about a despotic government, I and mean, we're talking tyranny. We're talking. Um, we're not talking freedom. It's it. And and you remember you remember when they were talking about putting the gas line through Canada? There was that Canada my ass, it's Alaska's gas thing. Right. What what are they going to say about China? <laughs> right. Canada had a I don't know if they still have that. They had a pretty good relationship with China for a while, but then they were getting overpopulated with. Illegal Chinese going over there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what's you know, um what? Yeah, tell me tell me a little about life in China if you lived there for twenty years. What uh, what what was the the main difference that you you felt there? Um, if you have money, you can do anything. No one. And, if you have money, yeah, you can do anything. Um, religion, you don't really talk about that. You don't you're, you don't talk about the government, but there are people that will talk to you about it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I could sit on the phone with you forever. I've got stories. Believe me. You do well. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the rumor the rumors out there is that somehow uh, our office in Japan doesn't mean anything now. All our eggs are in the basket of China. Wow. Well, you. Yeah. One other thing I just like to mention: I met this uh, guy last year. This was in China, and uh, he asked where I was from. And I told him. He goes, "Oh yeah, I know Alaska. I I, I go fi- fishing there." I said, "Oh yeah, where? Oh, we go out in the ocean and we catch the fish." Hmm. Yeah. But he didn't say on a as charter in, with a net. Didn't say any of that. As in poaching. As in big ships. Oh, big uh, big factory trawlers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I let him ramble on, and he just kept he he kept on going. I'm like, yeah. Wow. If somebody's if somebody's taking the rope, you let them hang themselves. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, stay in touch with us on this, Kathy. Let me uh, let me spill the beans on what I know so far. Oh, and, I can't wait. Uh, to be- yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks for the call in today. Take care. Be careful on the roads today. Okay, bye-bye. All right, see you, bye. All right, uh, again, yeah, it's 522-0650. Um, it's, it's just starting to um, rear its ugly head as it started in um, Must Read Alaska. It's one of the uh, uh, blogs that I was using yesterday. And then Craig Medrid at craigmedrid.news also has a little bit of it. But here's what is being said kind of behind the scenes um i'll give you the first couple of uh paragraphs out of this they're short little paragraphs there's something cooking over at the alaska gas line development corporation and it's chinese alaskans can expect a big announcement in the next few days with agdc president that's our uh, half a million dollar man uh, keith meyer in china for the past few weeks word out is that agdc is one of 40 corporations 
taking part in the President Donald Trump's trade mission to China. This is a critical month for the gas line project after head fakes from the Japanese and Korean governments and utilities, the AKLNG's eggs are all in the China basket now as Alaska looks for a customer and a funder for what would be the mega project of the century. Um, Maybe they'll buy the gas. Maybe they'll finance the project. Maybe they'll be in charge of the construction. The public doesn't know the details. The public doesn't even know some of the most critical questions that should be asked. Um, the What the unknowns are, are there's a rumored deal with Sinopec, which may have committed $45 billion to the project in the past few days. Now, how Sinopec would recoup that investment is unclear. Um, If that's the cost of the pipeline, it's unclear. Where the right of way for the pipeline to go through Alaska is, is unclear. Uh, Because there is still private property in which, of which, the Alaska state government in Sinopec has not even talked to the private owners about, about crossing. Um, what if it ends up costing more and likely it will, who's going to pay for the rest of it? What gas are they going to sell? Because remember, Alaska sold the rights to develop its gas to the major producers years ago. Alaska has the royalty gas and that's it. Where is the gas going to come from? Where is the pipe going to be buried? And I know someone's going to say, well, it's going to be buried in the uh, uh, right away for taps. You know, I think um, Alieska Corporation may have problems with that, and it may not be possible since it's a private company that has its own pipeline. Um, they talk about being tax exempt exactly what taxes are supposed to be exempt does that mean they don't pay any federal tax does that mean they don't pay any production tax does that mean that alaska gets nothing of this yet to be developed gas that's been yet to be drilled for that isn't even owned by the state of alaska and and who are who who is going to who is going to allow a despotic government like china to come into American sovereign soil and build and run and manage a critical piece of energy infrastructure? Is that really what's going to happen? we got to take a quick commercial break. Then I got Ken after that. It's kind of the big, broad brush stroke. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Because of what's, what's being said right now, it'll be interesting to see what comes up in the next couple days. But uh, and, then, and then the question of how does this play into next year's gubernatorial election? And, and of course, you know, the, the first opportunity they're talking about it being economic would be 2024, uh, which just happens to be not only after this gubernatorial election, but it's also after the next four, which means here's another project that wouldn't come to fruition until after this seated governor uh, terms out. What a surprise. We'll take this break and we'll be right back. Stand by. It is 621. It's 28 degrees in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. It's the Rick Rydell radio program. Yeah, there's uh, the rumors flying rampant uh, about a possible deal. Um, but, you know, this isn't the first deal. Right? There's been deals. Um, there's been deals all along. We signed a deal with TransCanada and it cost us half a billion dollars. We've uh, we've had MOUs and deals signed with uh, uh, Japan, with Korea, with uh, the ROC. Um, is this just, I mean, we just don't know any of the details. But, you know, don't get too excited about it because the devil is always in the details. Ken, thank you for the call and good morning, sir. Good morning, guy. You know, you, there's the yet-to-be's are just astronomical for in and you've pointed that out but yeah. for instance like the right away uh that right away agreement is not alieska it, it's Ali, what alieska has to live by and yeah. it, it's segmented out by whoever you're running through the land with it's who owns the right away agreement and it's a gigantic legal document and everywhere you touch that pipeline through there is the is the agreement but for whatever native corporation owns the land uh, whatever entity so this yeah. is not some simple thing where you can go to Alaska and say, hey, we're going to chuck a gas pipeline down there next to the existing oil pipeline. That's a fairy tale as big as the whole story. So Well, that, that especially when you realize especially when you realize that the gas line has to be buried. It can't be above ground like TAPS is. Well, you, you, well, you bury it, and then the problem is keeping it buried because it wants to float. And, you know, it's, the expenses there are something that has to be dealt with with the gas lines that go down to pump stations three and four every year. Yeah. And these, these people, you know, in the yet-to-be's, you know, they're at the development stage of, of everything you were saying, and I guess to get out there to everybody listening, is they're selling unicorns right now, and they're doing it with your money, and that's the problem. Yeah. And, you know, the, another thing, when they said China, i got to tell you, i got this cold chill up my back. They talked to people in California building this giant new bridge down the Bay Area, and I have friends living in the area, and it was like, oh, jobs and jobs and jobs. They moved an entire city of Chinese in there to build that thing. There were no American jobs. They they took it over lock style. The Chinese are not interested in what your job market is doing. They're going to move in. They're going to use their materials that they they uh they they resource out have nothing yeah. to do with our supply chain and they use their workforce has nothing to do with our people and they build it and then they take it their their giant raider uh, you know you they talk about robber barons they they don't care about us and yet here we are this little bitty alaska and they 
they're dealing with a force of magnitude that they have no concept of. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not talking like I'm an expert, but, you know, think about it. you got this gigantic Chinese government and our little bitty pinochle-playing, piddly-wink, used-car salesman-type guys are over there trying to deal with the, the gigantic colossus of the Chinese government. That's terrifying yeah. to me, and they're doing it with our money. <laughs> well, our money and uh, our security and our sovereign land, um, I just I, there's so many... I mean, you know, if they come out and say they signed a deal, I'm I'm wondering what gas they used because we don't own any. Yeah, and and, and uh, you you look at the poor people uh, that the entities that do own the land all the way up and down through where they want to go. You know, right now they've got the force of reckoning with our legal system and, and the United States government and all the agreement. It was a huge thing to get the oil pipeline put in. It was a massive undertaking and the right-of-way agreement is is a is a document it's you know you should study it sometime so yeah what, I, what i'm saying is when you have the chinese involved they're not the united states government man <laughs> no care no no uh, it's not well and even even when the united states government was involved i mean i we think we have to go back and remind people that taps was okayed by a tie-breaking vote in congress and we can't even get our we can't even get our Congress to repeal Obamacare right now. Yeah, I think the the whole uh, the whole story goes back to this is uh, that we don't have money, and and yeah. to, to have to hear this on a daily basis is uh, it what angers you? You know, you want to sit here and try to put a good face on it. Ah, let's get on with our lives. But they're really trying to ruin what is a really neat thing that was set up by Hammond and the, and the folks back then, and it's it's a it's a unique place. When I moved up here ten years ago, I was marvelled. I, uh, I was awed by what was set up and how awesome it is, and what a gift has been given to this state because there's only there's not many people here, and the magnitude of what's been given to them. And these guys are trying to give it all away. They really are, and that, that's sad. It's sick. Yeah. Yeah, boy, man. And if you liked it 10 years ago, you should have been up here in the 70s and 80s, buddy. I've heard the stories, man. <laughs> it was cool. All right. Thanks for the call. Take care. See you. All right. 5220650. Yeah, the um um things that have have, have happened uh, and again, we don't know any of the details. We just know that the talk is now all China. And of course, we have been spending uh, at a minimum of 3 million dollars a month. Um maybe more, probably more, um, trying to sell this in China. We have uh, a big old office in Houston. We have an office in Japan. Um, and now all of a sudden, customer uh, to buy the natural gas that Alaska sold in leases to develop for other people to develop, um, it looks like it's China is the answer. But again, whose gas are you selling? What does, um, you know, and, and when when we're talking about the gas on the North Slope, we're talking about gas at Prudhoe. We're talking about gas at Point Thompson. Point Thompson was always supposed to be first gas, but now the state's fighting with Point uh, with Exxon again over the lease of Point Thompson. And so there's a lot of uh, landmines to navigate. And, and again, getting back to the point that uh, if you go back to the spreadsheet I used on the um, at that presentation I, I gave the other night about the evil yet to be, 
Um, you know, if it's a $65 billion pipeline deal, um, just to pay back the loan to build the pipeline, whoever finances it, um, is talking $3 and something per million BTU. Um, and that doesn't include the lifting cost. It doesn't include um, the trans transition line, transmission lines to get it over to the conditioning plant. It doesn't include um, the shipping prices. It doesn't include a lot. It doesn't include any taxes for the state of Alaska or any royalty. That $3 is just, and $3 and whatever it was, is just to pay back the loan of the pipeline. And you can buy gas wholesale for $2.80 per million BTU. Why would anybody spend more than that to get this? It just doesn't make any sense. We'll take a quick break. 629, the Rick Rydell radio program. Be right back. It is 639. It's 28 degrees in Anchorage. It's 30 in Eagle River. It's not something you're going to see in the mainstream media, but in the cutting edge of blogospheres. Is that what you call it, Ortega? The cutting edge of blogospheres? The blogospheres. Um, it is uh, tongues, are, tongues are a wagon all over Alaska, says um, um, Craig Medrid at CraigMedrid.news. Um, tongues were wagon all over Alaska Tuesday. Um, thanks to four words in a Monday update of a Bloomberg news story. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Story about uh, President Trump's planned trade mission. And those four words were Alaska Gas Line Development Corp. Very interesting that our Secretary of State is Rex Tillerson. Uh, Rex Tillerson, um, who used to uh, run uh, the greatest uh, example of American capitalism in the world, uh, ExxonMobil. If I, uh, if you were collecting uh, capitalist trading cards, which I would, uh, that would be the number one card. That would be Boardwalk. You know, followed by Walmart being Park Place in, in, in great capitalist country, spreading American capitalism throughout the world. God bless both those companies. But um, as he was very clear, it's always going to be Exxon's gas. Why? Because Exxon, they bought the rights to develop it. ConocoPhillips bought the rights to develop it. Uh, BP uh, bought the rights to develop it, although I think BP's trying to sell everything and get out of Alaska. But, but irrespective or as they say in Palmer, irregardless of all that, um, the state of Alaska is over trying to sell gas that they don't have. I mean, we have uh, the royalty gas, um, but we get that when those companies that bought the uh, rights to develop that gas um, bring it up out of the ground, and and they have to sell the gas. So I'm, I'm not really sure what we've been doing. Um, you know, you're, you don't have any gas. We don't have any gas line. We don't have any customers. Well, if you got a customer, that's great. You still don't have gas. And, and I, so, I mean, even if they come out with a big announcement, I've got to look at the details because I hate to say it, 
Um, but this isn't my first rodeo, right? And this isn't the first time we've had a deal that was going to get us a pipeline just after this existing governor left office. Remember, that was, that was uh, I mean, that started back in the 70s. And, and too many times we have been, uh, we have been Charlie Brown, and whoever the governor is has been Lucy, and she's got that football, and she's saying, come on, Charlie Brown, get excited, come kick the football. Come on, just kick it, I'll hold it. I won't pull it away this time. Come on, run down the field, kick that football. And we just happily and giddily run down the field like we're going to go kick the football. We take our foot back, and we get all excited because somebody says pipeline, and we think taps again, and we swing our foot forward, and Lucy pulls that football away, and over on our ass we go again and again and again. And so, you know, pardon me if I don't get too damned excited about it. Um, Gary, thanks for the call, and good morning, sir. Oh, good morning, Rick. Um, does Venezuela ring a bell? Uh, formerly bragged about how you should develop oil and gas and give your company, your citizens, cheap gasoline. Now, almost a third world country. Right, the ones where the government took over the oil and gas fields. Doesn't yep. this kind of yep. resemble that? Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, 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 you know, I've run the numbers. It doesn't work. And now China? I mean, come on, really? China? Rick, the state of Alaska is a regulatory agency for business to do, for businesses to do business in Alaska. It is not a business. True. It, I, I can't, can't, couldn't agree. It yeah. regulates business. So why are we in a conflict of interest right now? Because we're trying to be the uh, negotiator in business. We're trying to be the business. Yeah. Like Venezuela was. This right. is ridiculous. You know, I'm I'm not the brilliantest, sharpest tool in the truck. But As proved by that conjugation, I might add. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm looking at this thing going like, wait a minute. Alaska's tried, and you've named your boondoggles, and you you put it perfectly. We have, Alaska has, the state of Alaska has no business doing business. It's up to uh, the capitalist business world to do business in Alaska. And Alaska, the state of Alaska, is supposed to set it up for them to do business in Alaska. Nothing else. Right. Yet here we're acting like we are a producing company and we're selling uh, a product that we don't make or own. So let me ask you this. You put a good point like they're selling gas they don't have. Right. Yeah. And they then they want to build a pipeline. So who is the campaign donators that could possibly be a pipeline builder? And wouldn't we end up with something like. The port that cost or, they say it cost fifty million. Now it's one hundred and fifty million. Or, or let's say uh, the ten million dollar software program known as SAP that ended up not costing ten million but eighty four million. Right. I right. mean, this this is they hire people that 
contribute to their campaigns because they want the business. Those companies get in with the government, and then they lowball and tell the public it's going to be $10 million, and then 10 years later it's $80 million. That's yeah. another failed project. And you could it happens continually happening, and I don't see why people don't get Alaska is a regulatory agency that sets up how business do business in Alaska. Yeah, well, you know, there, there's two things that I think send logic out the window, and they are the words uh, permanent fund dividend and and pipeline. Those two word phrases in Alaska seems to send logic out the window whenever you use them. Well, let me ask you this: what what does uh, Washington D.C. and Alaska have in common? Um, they're both regulatory agencies. No. Uh, the <clears throat> federal government brings in trillions of dollars, and there's 500 people chasing that money that's being um, bought and paid for by uh, corporations. And Alaska has uh, $50 billion that's being bought and paid for by corporations chasing Boy, that ain't money. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? <clears throat> why, why did we put a 50? Do you realize if we would have just taxed, had a low-tax state and let business do business, how wealthy this state would actually be? Well, I'll tell you what, our pipeline would be full if we weren't um, raping and pillaging the companies that are trying to develop our natural resource. Exactly. If we lived within our means and didn't try to get into business and set the state up of Alaska for business, we would be the top state in all of America. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't but, disagree with that. You know, but but, yet, but we had to run. We had, yeah, but we had to spend fifty million dollars on a, on a on a fish plant that turned into a church, and we sold it for what three? Yeah, I think it was like twenty cents on the dollar. <laughs> it's like, right. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Rick. Yeah. Like I guess oh. I don't know what the details are. I just I just cannot. You know, and I'm pretty good with numbers, and I'm pretty good at at putting big projects together. Uh, and for those that don't know, I used to be a project manager, and these were kind of the things I did. Maybe not to this magnitude, but you just add zeros is all you're doing. Um, and the pieces the pieces aren't there. You know, uh, one day we're going to say, uh, Rick, you were a project manager, and you were a governor, and you were a radio show host. <laughs> <laughs> don't be pushing me to do the governor thing. I'm hoping somebody really smart does it, smarter than you and me. Well, us uneducated people seem to have more education in the school of hard knocks than the educated people who got a degree. <laughs> we are. You know, I, I appreciate it. I, I got to run, buddy, but thanks for the call thank, today. Thank Take you. care. Yeah, there is a uh, – I was talking with somebody this the other day, and um, there is a group of people that are in charge. And this group of Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. People that are in charge, um, they they have a club. And it's, it's, it's even here in Alaska. And if you don't fit in their definition of what they want in the club, then you are kept outside. And if you don't have, and right now there's a group of people in charge that want a certain pedigree. And if you have a blue-collar background like you and I do, there's no way you've got the pedigree. And even if you have the political pedigree, if you're not in the in-group right now, you don't get in. And it's becoming more and more clear um, that that's what we're facing. Um, But the one thing they don't count on is that we are paying attention. And and they're not going to be able to get away with the things they used to get away with. This this is uh, this is magically starting to develop right before an election. Do you think that's a coincidence? It doesn't come to fruition during this election cycle or even the next election cycle because now they're talking. The, 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 the goal is the year 2024, okay? Well, this current administration will term out in 2024, before 2024. So again, we have this pipe dream that's being sold that doesn't come to fruition until everybody involved is no longer in office and they've gotten all the money and all the power and they've done everything that they want to do. I wonder why we're skeptical. Uh, Kingsley, Warren, Gary, hang on. We'll get to you all after this uh, commercial break here. 651, stand by. It is 655, 28 degrees in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. By the way, this information is is right on the cutting edge of, of information. Um, this won't come out in the mainstream media for a while, so... The average guy out there has no idea any of this is going on, and this, these are the kind of inside stuff that you and I get to talk about because we're following it closely. And just remember, there's, there's a large group of people out there. Uh, matter of fact, it's most most Alaskans um, really don't know this that this is going on, and they really don't understand um, the subtle nuance of the details all they hear is you know the word pipeline and then thoughts of what taps has brought to alaska fills their thoughts like well much like sugar plums dancing in their head right well this ain't christmas this isn't uh this isn't uh halloween and it ain't easter this is reality this is the this is the state of Alaska's future at risk, and we are almost ignoring everything else and letting the inmates run the prison while this is being focused on, rather than simply trying to do the job that the government is supposed to, which is to secure and maintain your rights, because that's what we have it for. There's no other reason. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men and women. We'll take a uh, quick break. i got Kingsley, Warren, and Gary after this. Stand by. It's 708. We're back. It's 28 in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. For those that are just tuning in, 
The uh, as uh, Medrid puts it on his blog, the tongues in Alaska were a wagon yesterday, all about this uh, uh, leak of some information of possibly a soon-to-be released announcement of some sort of deal that will be have reached with China. Uh, I don't know the Chinese government, uh, Chinese utility. Don't really know, but Sinopec is involved in it, and somehow um, China may be uh, slated. I'm, 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 I'm having a hard time picking words here because I want to make sure I pick them accurately, and, and, and here's, here's the reason why. Um, when we think, we don't think in words. We think in thoughts. Um, we then choose words to describe those thoughts. You on the other side hear those words, interpret those words, and the hope in communication is that if I pick the, the, the best words to describe the thoughts in my head, then that is interpreted and, and manifests itself into that same thought in your head. I mean, that's, that's basic communications right that's what it is so when when i'm pausing or i'm stuttering or or whatever it is that's going on in a conversation it's because i'm trying to come up with the the most accurate words to get the best chance of having this thought manifest itself in your head um, to where it's clear with what with what's going on in my head, and that's basically what we're doing here as we're talking. Um, and so as we're we're going through this, um, if I'm struggling for words, it's because I'm trying to be as accurate as I can be, and and without a you know, I mean, if I was doing the news, be great. I'd have a teleprompter up there. It would be telling me all the words I'd have pre-thought them, all that. But this is live thinking and deliberating out loud that's what we do that's why we are on the cutting edge of all of the policies and the um the uh, political moves that are going on is because we're not looking at scripts you and i are just getting right into the the right down to the bone right down through the meat getting right down to the bone of all these things and talking at a very intimate level. Now, for the underinformed listeners and voters out there, that's the benefit is that you and I um, doing this the way we do. And when you call and we have these conversations, they benefit because they hear us working through these things as they're happening. And, you know, to be quite frank, everybody's going to take the easiest route. You and I take the hard route, which allows everyone else to take the easy route and just listen. Kingsley, Warren, and Gary is the order we go back to the phones. Kingsley, thanks for the call. Yeah, Rick, thank you for taking the call. You know, I was listening to you this morning, and, <clears throat> you know, sometimes when you just went through this whole uh, 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 introspective thing about thoughts and yeah. the process of thinking. And, you know, Rick, sometimes... Sometimes, uh, you know, you've heard the term think outside the box, but, you know, sometimes right. there are things that you and I don't really comprehend when we look at something. I mean, you've, you've, you've talked about your experience as a project manager. Well, you know, a lot of us have experiences like that. 
Yeah. And right. and w- what I want to point out to you is that in my career, I found uh, things that just didn't work, didn't pencil out, until I found right. something else out. And 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 I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, real quick. Until you get and, what you're saying is until you get the full picture, it doesn't work. Until you that. get the full right. picture. For example. Right. I, what I'm hearing from you this morning, and and I know you're gonna you're gonna this will chafe you a little bit, but you sound like uh, one of the no pebble people. Okay, I'm just saying that, and and let me explain why. First off, uh, you know, obviously Alaska of all the states is poised to deal with the Orient. Correct? I mean, you know, our location, our resources, the markets are in the Orient. Okay, we know that, so right. that makes sense to me. Secondly. Mm-hmm. You've said that Exxon owns this gas. Well, you know, Exxon is a pretty big company with a lot going on around the world. Mm-hmm. And, they're, you know, you're saying it doesn't pencil. Maybe on the surface it doesn't. But guess what? There's considerations that Exxon may be working on to sell that gas for something else down the road. So my point is I don't have all the facts here. I don't know what's going on. And, you know, I'm going to reserve my judgment and sit back until we see more and understand more because uh you know i i've run into a situation where a guy was building gas stations in a town that wasn't serviced by his company as far as the supply line and we thought gee this is nuts well it turns out that these gas stations in the town we were in had uh, uh no supply in other towns and they were trading oil they were trading refined products so this guy could open up his gas station and get gas the same price as the other stations who had a supply line. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, I, and I say that to point out that we don't know what all the considerations are always. So, yeah, no, no, and I'll grant you that. We don't know what they are. And I'm, as, as it's starting to manifest itself, um, it's just something we need to stay on top of. But I do want to yeah. point out that we are heading into the election cycle, and this isn't the first time. We've been thrown out. Hey, here's a great deal that's going to fix everything, and and the the fruition date is long after the election. Well, well, sure, because because all these projects take forever to get to get accomplished. I mean, mm-hmm. 1969. I was in, I was on uh, north of Brooks Range in 1974, spring mm-hmm. of 74, and here was all these vehicles lined up, had been there for mm-hmm. five years. Rick bought from Alaska Sales and Service. Right. Driven up there and parked for five years because they thought they're going to start building a pipeline, right. and you know, so these things yeah. always take so longer. You're, what, what you're telling me is you're going, you're going to remain a little more optimistic, and I, I and I'm being more um, more suspect than you're going to be right now. Well, you know, you kind of sound like Bristol Bay Native Corp. Let's just say that, you know, a place that's always been, you know. <laughs> Rick, Rick, all I'm saying is I'm not optimistic. I'm merely saying that there is in my mind. Uh, things that are bigger than you and I can imagine that take no, place sometimes that yeah. uh, uh, enable a project to t- you know to be profitable to a company like say Exxon that you and mm-hmm. I couldn't even conceive of. So yeah. you know what I, I say? Let's just hold back here and see what the governor's got. I mean, he screwed up a lot of things. Maybe he's going to hit one right here. So let's just wait and see. All right. Uh, I appreciate the optimism, my friend. Well, it's not optimism, Rick. It's critical thinking. <laughs> And I think you're being uh, kind of a closed-minded guy here a little bit, so I'm just. Well, oh, I appreciate that. Well, thank you for thank you for calling me on that. Well, thank thank you for your morning show. I appreciate you. Bye bye. All right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. All right, five two two zero six five zero. No, this has been 
this has been my um well let's go back and and go a few years back when uh when the window of opportunity closed okay um who was the first person that publicly said this isn't going to work and here are the numbers why that was me i was the one um this is back when black and veach put out this uh report that somehow we were going to get four billion dollars a year from a natural gas pipeline and and there are a lot of people with political aspirations that will tell you just about anything if nobody calls them on it and when it comes to this gas line i'm going to be the biggest skeptic if it works here's the deal if it works and it gets to the point where it, it can work on paper I will be the first one to tell you that it'll work on paper. I mean, I maybe I won't maybe I won't be the first one, but I will I will if if this thing pencils out, I would be the first one to say, "Hey, this will pencil out." I am just not seeing a way that it's going to and and I get skeptical when we are heading into the fourth year of a four-year gubernatorial term. And all of a sudden, there is about to come this magic announcement that all of our dreams are going to come true because I've been through an election or two. And and I'm just going to remain skeptical, and I'm going to especially remain skeptical on, on a natural gas pipeline because it has been the political football that has been used to sell us on fantasies again and again and again that haven't come to fruition. Believe me, if this looks like there's a possibility of of coming to fruition, and, and I can find that path, I'll be the first one to say it. I got no problem with that if it works, uh, if it if it can work. I'm not saying that if it can, it even will, but I'm going to remain skeptical because I have to be because there's too many cheerleaders out there. Uh, Warren, Ken, Andy, hang on. We'll get to you all after this. 719, stand by. It is 722, 28 degrees in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. You know, when Lucy puts that football up and tells Charlie Brown to come running down the field and kick it, and the last 10 times Charlie Brown runs down the field to kick that football, she pulls the football back, he goes flying up in the air and lands flat on his ass, when Lucy sticks the football back up and says, come on and kick it again, is it wise to be skeptical? I think it is. Because when you've, when you've fallen on your ass 10 out of 10 times, what's the chance on the 11th time she's going to not pull that football back? Just saying. Is it possible that she'll leave the football there? Yes, it is possible. Is it probable if it's been 10 out of 10 times, probably not. Just saying. Warren, good morning, sir, and thank you for the call. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm going to go just the opposite of King Kingsley. Mm. Uh, this news that came out this morning, uh, you know, your your sources have been right on so many occasions. And, and no. getting to be quite the inside source and... Uh, Things are actually happening that they're they're speculating on. So yeah. So that 
to me is extremely disturbing news. A uh, little bit of quick history, okay? Uh, our, our government's been trying this natural gas pipeline forever, okay? Uh, they had partners. They formed all these corporations. The, all the oil companies were in. TransCanada was in. And uh, everybody said, hey, this doesn't work on paper. we we got to back out. So they systematically went and bought out everybody, literally, yeah. $500 million to TransCanada. Yeah. And I, I was really upset with that one. But I told you it was coming. I mean, as soon as we got into that deal with TransCanada, I said this, this is this is going to kill us. This is this is a dead end. You remember, right? Warren, are you there? Hello, Warren. DC is the sole source, right? I'm sorry, you cut out there for a minute. What you you were saying? Hello. There seems to be some problems with your telephone, everybody. Why don't you give a call back when uh, when it's a little more stable? Um, let me go to uh, shoot. We got to put you on hold, Ken, and then Andy after that. Ken, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Rick. Um, yeah, I'm with you on this. I think that the record of our legislature on making massive mistakes is uh, has to be taken into consideration. I mean, I I would say it's uh, 99.5% chance of complete colossal failure. I I think you can just put that in the bank. Yeah. I I think that they need to get out of this, leave any production of of energy to the private sector. mm -hmm. And something that one of the earlier callers said, you know, that – you know the Chinese; they'll just move a whole city, you know, somewhere to do to build a project like this. So, so what? Then, then they're going to get amnesty. Can you imagine the anchor babies popping out for the duration oh, of the project? They'd probably send a thousand pregnant women here to start the job. Um, yeah, it, I, <laughs> just the, I, the mind-boggling stupidity of this governor and the people that support his agenda is is just flabbergasting to me and i just hope we have enough voters with with enough common sense to see through this nonsense and uh with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details make a wise decision in the next election cycle yeah well and you think about that what is what is um if you have a, a governor who is now everybody he's hiring are all campaigners, we're into full campaign mode. We're not really even into governor mode. And all of a sudden, there's this great announcement of something that's uh, that's glowing on the future. And and if we just stick with this path, then in 2024, all of a sudden, all of our problems are going to be solved. It's too good to be true. 
I, I know. And, you know, another thing, Rick, that we have so many more resources besides the, the oil. I mean, there, there's billions and billions. There's probably tens of billions in, in timber standing yeah. down on the Kenai Peninsula right now that's old growth, that's ripe for harvest. It, it's just going to burn. I mean, yeah. it, would these people rather just see all that burn and, and yeah. stand there and rot rather than Appar- harvesting it and replanting Appar- it? Have, Apparently have, they would. Apparently they would because that's what we do. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. These, these idiots, we, we have to turn a deaf ear to that nonsense. And we need to start heart, you know, using our natural resources. I mean, letting it stand there and die is unsustainable. I, I mean, and it actually destroys. If, if you don't harvest a forest when it's, when it's ready to be harvested, it starts yeah. building undergrowth and stuff that that makes it ripe for forest fires and and, and so then you lose that resource and um yeah. and then when they let it stand there too long after it burns it um you know it'll just it'll rot and yeah. you know well, and just be no go. good to anything there is all a... those trees when they start falling on the forest they fall and smash the new growth i mean yeah. Well, there's a yeah, there's a there's a there's a growing phrase that I like. It's it's the phrase of log it, graze it, or watch it burn, because those yeah. are your three and, options. And also, look at the hazard it is to the, the the you know the people that live out in the remote areas and 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 the small communities that are wooded. Right. They refuse to even cut fire breaks. You know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. No, it's just ridiculous. Has to wake up. Somebody and, uh, has to. And I think that we, you know, I think that we did that with our president, but it doesn't seem to be getting down into the yeah. grooves. Right. You know, yeah. And like the Pebble Mine, did you hear their last argument is, if nothing else, it'll give our fish a bad name. <laughs> They've reduced the <laughs> argument against the Pebble Mine to, well, if you guys dig a hole here for, for minerals, it's going to give our fish a bad name. Well, you know that that they know right there when they've reduced their argument to that they got nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. All right, buddy, I got to run. Uh, stay with us on this. Rick. All right, thanks. Take care. You bet. Uh, quick, quick commercial break, and then we've got Representative Dan Sadler with our uh, Sadler House Cleaning Report. We're going to do every we do every Wednesday when the uh, session is in session, and I've also got Andy and Lynn standing by. So uh, Dan Sadler is next. Then Andy, then Lynn. We'll take this break. We'll be right back. Stand by. It is 738, 28 degrees in Anchorage, 30 in Eagle River. Each Wednesday when our legislature is in session, we have uh, Dan Sadler um, from the House. Call with the House Cleaning Report and tell us what's going on, just to keep us updated because not always does the mainstream media give you the full insight, but yet we find it with our good friend Dan Sadler. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Rick. How's it going up there? Oh, it's just ducky today, but uh, probably it's raining and stocky wet. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so it's it's very similar to Juno weather. Absolutely, uh, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. So what? Well, are, what? Uh, yeah, it's kind of been a little quiet this week down there from our perspective. Well, it, it's. I got to tell you, it's kind of like remember ABC's Nightline. Uh, Ted Koppel going the Alaska Legislature held hostage day one eighty nine. <laughs> uh, I can see the red hair now, but uh, we're it's um, they're still wrestling with SB ninety one and the cleanup bill SB fifty four. Uh, it's yeah. moved from the House Judiciary over into the uh, 
the Finance Committee. Now, the administration clearly did a bad job implementing SB 91. They put the cart before the horse by yeah. doing the, uh, the sentence lightening in the first phase, but then the pretrial assessment and the probation treatment beds in phase two and three still aren't in place yet. So we're kind of wrestling with the fallout from that. Right. And, and, you know, and so that and that's the interesting thing is they go, well, it's too early to tell whether this is working or not. But yet you haven't even implemented the whole thing. Exactly. It's kind of a big mess. You know, I've heard from a lot of constituents who are telling me some rather dramatic evidence that uh, it's not working. And so it's kind of asking a lot to say, well, let's just hang tight for two or three years of a crime wave while we get more uh, defensible social science uh, evidence here. Um, right. You know, the public testimony Friday and Monday um, we heard from people, the ACLU and the progressives are saying, don't touch SB 91 or pass a clean bill. And they've got their forces out dying. But then we've also heard from crime victims who uh, who have been victims or fear they will be. There are a lot of heartbreaking stories out there. So that's what we in the legislature are hearing. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that, you know, this is what's taking up all the oxygen in the room. But it was almost kind of an afterthought to even throw this in this special session. That's exactly. This was supposed to be a revenue special session. And what's funny, too, Rick, now that you mentioned that, is that what's being done is there, uh, the administration, the Democrats and so forth in the House and Senate are trying to twist the crime issue into an excuse for taxes. Yeah. We, we have the, uh, the argument that the troopers need more money for VPSOs, although they've got lots of empty positions. Uh, corrections needs more money, even though they've got empty positions. Uh, Department of Law needs more money for prosecutors. DHSS needs more money for treatment, et cetera. And they all support Governor Walker and the Democrats' endless narrative that we just got to have an income tax. Right. So it's just kind of funny. They, they are spinning it back around to the money side of things. Well, not like we didn't predict that was going to happen. No way. No right. Way. What a shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's uh, what's on the agenda in the next couple of days for all going on down there? Well, um, uh, House Finance, you know, the House is down here doing our business in June. The House Finance is going to hear from the Criminal Justice Commission again today. The amendments to SB 54 were due at 1 o'clock yesterday in House Finance, but it's not clear when they're actually going to take up the work of marking up the bill and make going through. It's going to take a couple days. Uh, we saw that House Judiciary took about four days' worth of stuff, and the uh, Finance Committee may do a, a more efficient job, but certainly the same issues will be arguing. Senate, the Senate Finance is meeting in Anchorage. They're doing things close to home. They're hearing on the Permanent Fund Corporation today. Maybe ask the... Uh, Angela Rodell, why she pulled billions out of the earnings reserve, uh, pulled them out of equities during a big bull, Trump bull market. Yeah. So that's, oh man, I, I gotta, you know, I, I, dude, I'm looking at my 401k, going, man, this is what should have been going on the last five years. Yes. Well, well, uh, be careful. Uh, ride it, ride it, but be diversified. But I got to tell you, I was stunned at an op-ed that Chris Tuck and Gabrielle Du wrote last week about how they they were afraid that politicians might get their hands on the earnings reserve. When they had the stones to, to, they voted to pull five billion out last year in one fell swoop. Um, so that that's kind of the definition of chutzpah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't that true? So um, yeah, there just seems to be a lot of weirdness going on right now. There, there is. Um, yeah, we we saw that uh, the, the potential for some kind of gas line news. Uh, frankly, as the governor's negotiating position erodes every day in his last year of office, not good. I wouldn't be surprised if he lowers his definition of success downward to claim the latest letter of intent is a success and we should keep going at $3 billion, $3 million a day. A month, um, $3 million a month. A, a month, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right, a month. Three million right. A month. Uh, we, we saw the news quietly that the Attorney General is suing the OxyContin manufacturer for deceptive marketing. Yeah, uh, I saw that trying one. To, 
repeat the uh, the master settlement of the tobacco lawsuit back in the 90s. So it, it, it's, it's kind of the weirdest strong in this one. Yeah. Well, it seems like um, like we have enough time to do all of these other tertiary bizarre things, but we just can't seem to um, to to reduce the size of our government. Well, that, yeah, that's exactly true. Well, tertiary means third, and uh, we are in the fourth special session, so it would <laughs> it would be quaternary. Uh, the quaternary, it. yeah, quaternary, yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but uh, all right, so we've got this uh, finance committee. Uh, going on 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 SB fifty four and and then what else? Well, um, let's see. Well, there was the announcement of climate change cabinet that yeah. is going to take on big bad climate change, and uh, it, amazing timing. We're going to recommend by September of eighteen on ways that uh, Alaska can change the global climate. I'm not sure if that means we're going to be uh, using state resources to move villages or give more money to tribes. Uh, according to Byron Malott, we should stop selling oil and coal. Maybe we should ask all the moose to stop holding their breath. I'm not quite sure what Alaska is going to do to fix the global climate. But it well, does, and it's going to—it's worked for another climate change czar, and it gives um, the, the Byron some support for his petroleum is done in Alaska, and we should support windmills and solar energy in Alaska. Well, but the interesting thing is, while he's sitting here saying we need to get off the fossil fuel and we can't be using fossil fuel, he's scheduled to testify on why we should open Anwar. Yeah, that's just a little bit awkward there, isn't it? <laughs> just a little bit awkward. Well, I, I, I do have to give props to the national administration. They're supporting more lease sales on federal land like MPRA. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and the Senate, by golly, uh, working on a budget that counts on Anwar oil revenue, there's some good stuff happening nationally. But the, the the governor and and his uh, lieutenant governor are governing like Democrats, and I guess with the changes in the party rules, they'll be able to run as Democrats next time. So it's just it, it is it is kind of strange. But we should watch for this next week or next yeah. couple of days. House Finance, when they take up SB fifty four, could strip out all the amendments to the bill and return to the clean SB fifty four, which would frankly be pretty clear evidence the government um, the governor is a puppet for the Democrats and vice versa. Yeah, um, Matt yeah. Clayman said uh, he's going to do what the governor tells him for a clean SB 54. The Democrats, the ACLU, and AFN want a clean 54. And so that, that's what to watch for this next week is what actually okay. happens to SB 54 in House Finance. All right. So basically what you're telling me is that all of the amendments trying to make it better could be stripped out and we could go back to this original. Exactly. 54 exactly. You know, the, the bill did some good things, SB 54, and there's some good amendments were done in judiciary. That increase the penalties for attacking cops for disorderly conduct and for low-level thefts, and it gets rid of administrative parole and does some good stuff. But they could always stripped out to satisfy the AFN and Democrats. So I hope that doesn't happen because you know, SB 54 does reverse some of the excesses of 91. It, yeah. it may or may not go far enough, but if all the amendments are stripped out, you know the fix is in. Yeah, absolutely. All right, buddy. Appreciate the insight and. Uh... I kind of hope we'll talk to you next Wednesday, but then again, I hope we don't on this because maybe that would be over. But uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. I, I understand. I understand. Well, if it comes to it, I'll be glad to talk to you. And uh, it'll be day uh, day 196 of the Alaska legislature <laughs> held hostage. Thank God we only have 90-day sessions. Thank God. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. All right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. Representative Dan Sadler with our Wednesday house cleaning report. I've got Andy and Lynn coming up after this commercial break. We'll go back to this uh, uh, seemingly campaign posturing gas line deal after this standby. 
It is 7.51 into the final death throes of the broadcast. I've got uh, Andy, Lynn, and Robin in that order. Keep your eyes peeled for all these election year promises of green grass and high tides. Andy, good morning, sir, and thank you for the call. <laughs> a chicken in every pot. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah 40 acres and I mean, a mule. Yeah, there you go. 40 acres and a mule. Boy, get behind that plow. <clears throat> That's like my grandpa says. If you ever never, you never smelled a mule flatulence, you ain't nobody. So there you go. There uh, anyway, uh, now this is strictly electioneering because I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Rick, uh, did not FERC ban Alaska from exporting gas to China? Wasn't there a ban there for a while? And they changed it to Asian market. Remember, they changed that around, and then they said, okay, it's going to be the Japanese uh, utility market. Anyway, I- I'm wondering where FERC stands on this. Per Silly's not working there no more. But anyway, uh be interested to see how they are. And, uh, uh, you know, the-, the gentleman before that was alluding to the fact that uh, it's fascism when the state does that, it's, ex- it's exactly correct. We don't own the gas. Uh, I-, I just don't see how in the world uh, they- they're going to they're gonna pull this off. I just I just don't understand. Yeah, and I, you know, and if, like I said, if I, can, if I can find a path where it, it can make sense, I'll be the first to say it. I just can't see it, though, yet. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And uh, I don't know if there's a, you know, why don't we do, uh, there, there hasn't even been a prepeat. I don't know if it's going to get, they're going to get in bed with TransCanada, who used all our monies for our pipeline to help them out with their other pipelines. I don't know if they're going to get in bed with China and start paying them. They're going to be the new TransCanada, where they're going to pay them a whole bunch of money to do engineering studies, et cetera, et cetera. They're simply going to go down a rat hole again. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I say it's, 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 pure, it's pure old-fashioned electioneering, uh, because what it's going to do is I'll guarantee you, though, he's going, he's going to try to say, look, we get the gas pipeline, uh, you're going to get, you know, it's wildly profitable, and you're going to get yeah. uh, a, a huge uh, increase on your permanent fund, or what I should say, the uh, the fund that was permanently known as, was previously known as permanent uh, uh, dividend. So I think that's right. what's going on. I'll get off so Lynn going. Okay? Yeah, all right, buddy. Appreciate it. And stay with me on these things right. since it is your industry. All right, thank you. Take care. All right, um, Lynn on line two. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, Rick. Um, you and I have both been long skeptics of this uh, yeah. LNG project. Yeah. and But my take on it is is that the sovereign, the government, is not intended to make money. Right. And when they get that philosophy, things are going to go terribly wrong terribly quickly. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Rex Tillerson said, Alaska can't get out of its own way. And every time you get a governor, you get a different project. Yep. And and you've hinted. So I don't even care if it penciled out. I would still be leery of the governor's brother-in-law being in charge of the of the export facility, because that's yeah. exactly what's going to start happening, and it's happened in the past. You remember? And 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 again, this is not the government's role. Now I'm not talking about a public utility, mm-hmm. which is where the government is focused on providing a critical service to the public. Yep more specifically to get the electricity or the gas or the whatever it is they're doing to the public and then making money at it. Right. But look how far uh, so far we got offline for thinking we could make money launching rockets. There's, yeah. there's, there's no difference between that philosophy and this philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just it's silly, and I wouldn't care if it did pencil out, because what would bother me is, just like with SB 138, when a lot of the same people now who think Walker's all screwy we're all for the other version of this pipeline with the right. government involved in it. 
So anyway, that's that's my point. Yeah, oh, I, and I agree because you know I was at the one time when there was a window of opportunity and it might have worked out, which was back at, in the Murkowski administration. Um, he had us in for a 25% ownership, and I couldn't even bring myself to support that. This is 100%. No, and I mean, there are inducements that, for instance, you know, go clear back in our history to the Transcontinental Railroad. The yeah. government gave away a huge amount of assets because yeah. they saw the overall public good of connecting the East and the West Coast. Right. They, didn't, they didn't care about running a railroad. Right. This is, and this is, this is the opposite of that, because in... You know, what they did was they gave away land uh, to make it to where the, the railroads would build it. We're not asking them to build it. We think we can do it ourselves. No, that, that's exactly right. So that's, uh, that's my point. Be very leery of these people because the, uh, the political motivations will trump the, uh, their economic, and, and once that starts, you're, you're, you're headed downhill. So you're going to support me in my skepticism then? Well, I have for a long time, and, and yeah, you know, know. we don't agree on some other things, but we certainly agree on this. But that's my thrust. My thrust is that the government has no business, and, and, and I'll close with this. Mm. Remember all the money we owe for Tier 1 retirees? Yes. Those Tier 1 retirees came because we couldn't get anybody to work for the state during when they were building right. the pipeline. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, because you just might get it. Appreciate the call, buddy. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. Robin, everybody else on the phone, we didn't get too sorry. We ran out of time, but that's what you get when you lose the last hour of your broadcast. Tomorrow, we'll do the Friday Eve edition, otherwise known as Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Makes it sound a little better. We'll start about uh, 540. I know we promote it at 530, but it's really 540. So, you know, if you're going to set your alarm early, don't set it too early is all I'm saying. Uh, you got Rush coming up live after this and Hannity live Picaro live at three a little bit recorded me in the middle and then uh, we'll be back live to tomorrow it's been the rick rydell radio program thanks for listening thanks for calling thanks for watching i apologize for the actions of my representative jason gren have a good night with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.